Welcome to Your Story Matters, the show where we share inspiring stories from all around the world. After you've listened to this one, why don't you tell us yours? Share your story at yourstorymatters.net. But first, here's your host, speaker and writer, Angela Schaefers. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing Deb Livingston. She is the author of Strand of Pearls, and she's also a speaker. And she has an amazing story to share with us today about overcoming child abuse, the healing that she's gone through, and the things that she teaches others to deal with their past situation. Deb, welcome to the show. Thank you, Angela. Pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to have connected with you, and I looked over some of your materials. Your book looks amazing, and the story you have to share, of course, is incredible and one of survival and hope. But before we talk about the book, I would love for you to share your background, some of your story and your childhood that led up to wanting to write the book and why you felt it was important to share your story with others. Well, um, I felt that this was important to share probably about two, three years ago. From the childhood, I pretty much slept walk through the rest of my life because it was so emotional and so traumatic when, you know, the bruises would go away, I would automatically think, okay, I'm okay now. This, everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, walking around as an innocent child and, and minimal experience, sometimes you think that that's normal, mm-hmm. that, that that's what goes on everywhere. And it right. was, you know, about an early teenager when I realized from my friends at school that and visiting and playing at their homes that that was not a normal household mm-hmm. that I was living in. Mm-hmm. So then I was uh, just living in fear, constant fear mm-hmm. of never doing the right thing or living up to uh, a perfection of another person's reality. And it, it just was overwhelming mm-hmm. and completely so this, overwhelming this was abuse within the home was this were you being abused by your parents family friends yes just it was my father he he had his own inner demons and he was extremely strict I was never allowed to do anything I was always having to do housework yard work whatever he told me to do he kept me busy constantly so that I couldn't do anything but he was physically physically abusive mm-hmm. beatings there was some sexual abuse any sort of abuse you can imagine mm-hmm. and that I is it. typical to, for the abuser to keep the abusee isolated so that they can't escape from them if you will or tell other people or even like you mentioned a lot of times children won't realize that something's not normal and healthy because they never get to go anywhere else to know that there's a different way to live. Do you remember how old you were when the abuse started? Oh, I absolutely do. It, um, it, it happened when I was two years old. Uh, I was still in diapers, and I, I broke my mother's strand of pearls. That's why that's the name of the book, mm-hmm. uh, because it's, it's not only true, but it is also symbolism, because that moment that I broke the strand of pearls was the first time that he beat my tiny little hands till they were purple. Mm. So therefore I became decades of a 
broken strand of life and Mm -hmm. my pearls that which are my lessons were just out of my reach Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rolling across the floor Mm. that's powerful and amazing too that you can remember that far back to that sort of detail but important I think and perhaps you share some of that in your book yes it's it's one of the pieces that I read uh, when I when I speak that particular piece is very, very upfront in the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, tell the listeners, if you will, what were some of the things that, although you were raised in this abusive situation, there must have been things that were developed within you that were characteristic of having strength and the ability to persevere, uh, the ability to want to go on and know that somehow life could get better. Was there something within you that was telling you that there was some sort of hope? How did you get through the abuse and the day-to-day of living in this situation? Well, this is part of my message to everyone. We are all born within this natural state that we're born in. Everything we need to navigate through life is is already born within us. Mm-hmm. And that that is that is my message because Thinking back, because there was a section of my life where I literally was sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. I do remember everything, but I was unable because I was so closed down to really experience life. But in thinking back throughout all the way back to the age of two and then upward, it was definitely uh, a spiritual level within me. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing little whispers that everything would be okay. And I could literally hear and talk to animals. I, I love animals. Uh, it was something that my father loved too. So we had them. And I got by with the strength of things that constantly were whispering to me that everything would be okay. I, I had definitely a connection with nature, a connection with my art. I loved art class. So it was the creative side, the spirit within me stayed alive through these through these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Animals, art, nature, music, all of those things kept me connected and grounded to myself. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense, and that's wonderful that that was happening for you and that you were able to at some level recognize that in order to keep yourself going. So you mentioned around te- the teenage years that you realized this wasn't, okay, it wasn't healthy, it wasn't normal. Did anything change at that point as far as the abuse ending? Well, I saw a weakness in my father. I I saw, I could see that he used alcohol to escape from whatever was within him that he was never able to process and let go himself. And when he would uh, drink too much, I saw that as an opportunity to relax myself almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, at the age of 16, I, I decided I had had enough. He had come at me once too often, and I had at that point cultivated a pearl within me uh, called courage, and I, I ran away. And I don't want to give too much of that away because it is part of part of the book, but I, I left, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. never to return. Mm. Now, let me ask you before we talk about the years following that point, what was it like with your mother? Did you feel abandoned or neglected by her since she wasn't 
technically protecting you. What was the situation with that and, and your relationship with her? Well, uh, at the age of, you know, uh, a child, I definitely felt, I didn't think too much about it because I was aware of the the, the energy of fear within her mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But I did blame her as a recovered adult uh, or survivor, if you will. I now know, after really examining the synchronicity of events, my mother was my daughter's age when she got married to a man much older than her. She was only 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how can someone who's not fully self-aware of their own, their own self protect somebody else. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that might sound a little strange, but I, I forgive her for not being able to protect me because there was a situation that occurred. My mother tells me I took the brunt of most of my father's uh, inner demons, but there was one episode. I don't want to go into too much detail because, again, it's in the book. My little sister, I witnessed have a moment like I had on a daily basis and I can remember the fear that came over me and it occurred to me as an adult that must have been I I was helpless I couldn't help her because I was afraid to right right so I, I realized when writing the book that that was the same fear that my mother had to try and overcome on a daily basis, and she was helpless as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in a sense. sense, she was also a victim. Right, right. That makes sense to me. I understand. And you, and you just mentioned forgiveness for her. Have you been able to resolve these things that happened with your father and forgive him? Uh, my father, uh, there, was, there was tragedy in my life because when I, when I left at the age of 16, it was kind of like releasing a wild animal out of a cage. And I didn't know what the rights and wrongs were in life. And I got into a bit of trouble. I grew up around a lot of alcohol and parties and drinking. And I thought that was normal. That was a normal way to live. And I got into a terrible car accident at the same age as my daughter. I'll mention that again. At the age of 19, same age my mother was married. But I I got in a terrible car accident and the boy that I was with passed away. Mm. Sorry. A year or two later, my father passed away of, of severe asthma. Mm-hmm. So I lived my entire life not only sleepwalking, but trying to live up to an acceptance and a love that I never got from my father. I lived in, in his shadow mm-hmm. my entire life, trying to live up to his illusions of reality, which he called perfect. I don't like that word. There's no such thing as perfect in life. And um, I ended up becoming that alcoholic myself. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I, you know, decided that that wasn't the path for me anymore that I really had an inner transformation and awakening. That makes sense. So that definitely you had makes sense going through the abuse and then having two traumatic events and just not being able to really connect to what was really happening and what you were really feeling and thinking can definitely take its toll. Was there something or someone or an event, a period of something happening that helped you to start coming out of where you were at and not doing the sleepwalking and starting to face your reality? Well, I I decided after, 
I was sitting on the front porch one evening and I had a fishbowl full of wine. I like to make a joke out of it because it kind of is. I poured glasses of wine that just would knock somebody else over. And I just remember looking up at the stars and thinking, this is not working for me anymore. There has to be something more in life for me. Mm-hmm. And I just looked up and, I, and at that moment, believe it or not, I, I asked the universe, the divine, and my father, believe it or not, to help me. Mm-hmm. I, I needed help. Mm-hmm. And I just, the first 10 months of not drinking was like taking medicine away from somebody. It, it was my security blanket. Mm-hmm. I was not in a good place. Mm-hmm. But the universe needed me to suffer so that I could accept the light with gratitude. And it, I, I decided that I needed, I needed something deeper so I went to a retreat in New Hampshire, and I really, really, really worked on myself. Mm-hmm. And I had an aha moment where I could literally just feel the shift within my body. I mean, I was so sick from holding on uh, negative emotions my whole life that, that my body hurts. Mm-hmm. It literally hurts. And I've, I've studied Chinese medicine since then for th- three years, and Held emotions is the root cause of all disease and pain. And I, I have to tell you, before I left there, my pain in my joints, in my body, were gone. I was at peace. My mind wasn't racing anymore. Mm-hmm. I had processed and let go every single moment that was of trauma to me from the time I was born till that minute. Mm. That was, those were the two moments. Mm-hmm. That's very powerful, definitely. And it just gets better and better since then. Right, right, because that opens the floodgates to really experiencing life and the gifts and the beauty of it and just so many amazing things. And as you said, when we're sleepwalking or caught in the past, we don't get to experience. Exactly. So you went through that and you found healing and you opened your mind to different things what was it that prompted you to write the book? Well, as I said earlier, um, I, I've been aware of this intuitive side of me since I was a child. I, I've, I obviously moved away from it and buried it. Spirit in the universe don't move away from us. We move away from them. And after having one, when one has an inner transformation, such as the one I had, a self-awakening, a self-awareness and a mindfulness of, of, of your soul and your heart and your spirit, you open wide open mm-hmm. instead of closing down. And there were layers and layers and layers of, of protection around my heart that my ego li- literally was protecting me. And so when all of that was peeled away, almost like an onion or an orange or something, I was wide open to receive, mm-hmm. not only to receive, but, but to give. And I just thought, this is amazing. Everyone in the world needs to feel like this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'd ask questions. I would put it out there to the universe. Should I do this? Should, how can I help people on, on, on a much larger scale instead of one-on-one? And I... I had sat with a medium once, three different mediums who all told me that I was going to write a book and I thought they were crazy. But when I put the question out there, I got a really blatant answer to do it. Mm-hmm. 
And December 9th, I think it was, on television, there was, of 2010, a, an interview that Barbara Walters that was conducting with Oprah. And Oprah said, every life has a story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when she said that, the hair raised on my arms. And I went to my shelf and I pulled off my notes. And December 10th in the morning, I started writing. Mm-hmm. Ten months later, I had seven. the seventh draft. The book was done seven mm-hmm. drafts later. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to publish. So tell the listeners, if you will, what is the theme throughout Strand of Pearls? Obviously, it's about your story and the things that you endured, but what would someone get from it if they were to pick up a copy and read what you went through and what you learned? This book is for anyone, any age, race, color, sex, around the world. And it has gotten through to the world, by the way. What this book is about is eliciting the emotions and the inner responses of the reader's outer life experiences and leading them into their own inner self-discovery and awakening. There is enough adversity in this book that anyone could resonate with. Mm -hmm. And the pearls, we're all born with pearls within us. They're seeds of our soul waiting for us to discover them and cultivate them mm-hmm. because a pearl is created due to an injury of the oyster. And this, in this metaphor, we're the oyster. Every single pearl is different and unique and beautiful, just like every single one of our own lessons. Mm-hmm. We all have our own beautiful strand of pearls, but yet we're all connected to the same one because we're all connected with the strand of life. And, each moment that I experienced is in here. I, I elaborate how it made me feel then, how it made me feel now. Mm-hmm. And then it's interwoven with the thematic flow of the, the explanation I just gave you. Positive mm-hmm. inspiration is woven throughout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get the same reaction from every single person that's read it. They can't put it down. It's read in one or two days maximum. And it literally has changed people's lives. And that makes my own heart smile because what I thought I was supposed to do and I hesitated, I'm glad I did because Mm -hmm. it's literally changing lives. That's amazing. And that's wonderful. I mean, of course, that's what we believe in here at Your Story Matters is that, you know, there's parts of our stories and sometimes our whole story that can offer nuggets of wisdom to many people and that we can really learn and heal from and oftentimes find our purpose. Can you share with the listeners some of the things, maybe some tips that helped you to heal from the years of abuse that helped you to move on from where you were at? Absolutely. I can, I can give three simple words. Acceptance for life as it flows. It has an ebb and flow to it. And if we accept how that flow is where we are within that flow, that's key. You don't want to resist life. Every situation and every moment is on purpose. We are exactly where we're supposed to be, all of us. The second one would be forgiveness. Forgiveness actually heals the one forgiving and is an invitation, an olive branch, if you will, to the one who hurt. And the third is a biggie for me. It's my 2012 word of the year, trust. Trust yourself. Always trust your inner power 
because it's it's always going to lead you down the right path and live through your heart and retire your ego. Mm, I love it. I love all three words. They definitely resonate with my own journey. Let's go back then to forgiveness because you mentioned that your dad did pass away years ago. Were you able to talk with him again and resolve anything or have you forgiven him in your heart and mind since? I was not able to um, forgive him because I was so young. I was only 23. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I, I'm grateful to him because if it wasn't for all those dark moments, I wouldn't be living in the light as happily and as grateful and at peace as I am today. Mm. That's powerful, and that's an interesting perspective to have and obviously a healed perspective and one of great knowledge and depth. What do you say to those that you might interact with or who have read your book who feel like there's no way to move beyond the abuse, to move beyond being a victim, to find forgiveness? Are there things that you can really help others with or that you share in the book that can move them towards that opportunity to be free? I would absolutely have to say to them that I fully understand that perspective because I lived it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a wrong or a right perspective. It's theirs, and they have every right to have it. However, I would approach them with, if you would like to feel better, if you want to begin the healing process, just have a willingness mm-hmm. and free your mind. Just allow your mind to become open and the rest will follow the body the soul the heart will follow it starts with making the choice mm-hmm. very simple mm-hmm. i know it's it's a simple choice to make the work is hard i'm not going to deny that right very very difficult hard work but the more pain you can put yourself through and process and the more tears you can shed the better you're going to feel mm-hmm. I like to think of tears as little magnifying glasses to the inner truths of the heart mm-hmm. yes I like that and I think that's great words that you shared I think that that's so important for people to realize that we're not trying to say that anything's simple and easy and we're not trying to deny that people have the feelings that they have because of go- going through whatever they have But there is a choice, and that's what's key in all of this. Correct, yes. Yes, I would never deny anyone feeling that they're right, and they need to feel like that, actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. How has being a parent yourself been affected by what you went through, what you learned, what your relationship was like with your parents? That's an easy one. I allow my daughter to... Be herself. She is allowed to be who she is. And because of that, she was able to discover who she was before she could even go to first grade. Mm-hmm. I, I see beautiful characteristics and the, she's got a beautiful soul and spirit. Uh, she She's kind-hearted and she definitely knows who she is and where she wants to go. She's on a wonderful path. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you have to allow people to be who they are, mm-hmm. not control them. Mm-hmm. There's no need for any control. It's all about letting go and allowing. Right. And I think gently loving and guiding them is so powerful. 
And I love that because I think that's important for everyone to realize is that, you know, even as adults, we can love people best by letting them be who they are instead of trying to fit them into the box of our expectations. That's right. Acceptance and, and pure love. That's, that's it right there. Beautiful. Deb, thank you so much for sharing some of your story today, for talking about your book, Strand of Pearls. Can you tell our listeners where they could find out more about you and pick up a copy of your book? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Strand of Pearls has its own Facebook page. I go on there and put inspirational quotes three to five times a day with lovely photography. And all you have to do is search Strand of Pearls on Facebook, and you'll find it. I also have a website. It's www.authordlivingston.com, and uh, the email is authordeblive at yahoo.com, and you can get the book on any bookstore online, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, BookDepository.com, any of them have it. It's also available on, you know, Kindle, Nook, ebook, that type of thing. Great. Thank you so much. Again, I'm just appreciative that we've connected, that you've been able to share some of your story with our listeners, and it sounds like a great book to help others to really set themselves free from their past and to find healing. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure.